0: Did you know that back in the days I was a music video director? I've
1: heard some rumors.
0: I uh, had like a, uh, no, have, have uh, like an, uh, an artist's, na- artist's name, artist name, Ulf Dog.
1: You do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I'd start the music videos like Ulf Dog presents mm-hmm. and then the music video.
1: How did you come up with el dog
0: thing? Oh that's actually a very good question and it's a bit embarrassing So uh, when I was a teenager, I fell in love with American uh, rap and hip-hop culture mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and uh, I was very like interested in in the, the the music like the the clothes the the well everything like the culture. In itself, and uh, uh, these were black minorities from poor neighborhoods in in New York and Los Angeles. Uh, I'm from a, um, a suburb of uh, Trondheim in uh, Norway, so uh, but still, it's sort of like it's it spoke to me, and so I would listen to music and watch watch films like from you know like uh, uh, now I've forgotten all the names, but like Spike Lee films or or whatever and uh, and then there was this film called Friday mm-hmm. uh with Ice Cube in it uh it's a great film and Chris Tucker plays his uh his uh, his, uh, his, his his buddy and uh and the uh, uh, the movie's great but they made a parody of it the the, um, the Wayans brothers who did like spoof films okay made like a spoof of all the different Hood films that came out in the nineties. Uh so it, it was called Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. I think it was to sort of implement all the names of yeah. <laughs> uh, of all the different menace to society and yeah and so forth. And in that um scenario, um the, the character of Chris Tucker was sort of like uh parodied by marlon wayans as sort of like a um weed-smoking maniac by the name of uh, uh Dog, uh, because he was loco you know and uh, uh um and i just thought that was so cool hmm. so i okay so he was a uh, okay so then i can be Ulf dog yeah. and uh <laughs> that's basically it yeah nice. um and so you know uh, uh, there's more to the story. I can I can go on for yeah. a bit, Please I, I think it's still interesting. It's still relevant. Yeah. more b- like background of the Ulfdog. Uh, um because before I was wolf dog, you now hold on to your horses. my artist's name was Thunderman um, um, because my last name is Thunder, and you know in English that sounds a whole lot like uh, like uh, like Thunder. thunder so so in uh, uh in the in the early 90s i think before my hood movie period i would uh, make uh techno music on my computer yeah. uh, and uh, uh, under the artist name thunderman mm-hmm. and i I, uh, I became quite good at it actually it was uh, Uh, I sent like demos into like the radio station and they Mm. played it on the radio station and they even called me from the radio station and say, Ulf, uh, can you come to the radio station and make like one of your songs live on radio uh, during like the radio show? And this was like national broadcast radio in Norway. So it was like a big deal. I was, now I'd started watching the hood films, of course, but but still i was making this techno music i guess that doesn't make any sense but i was also like using like scratch sounds and trying trying to be a bit uh cool um so i went to the to the radio station and uh and set up my computer uh oh yes i was very much influenced by the the whole hip-hop culture by them because i'd like been been drawing like a huge mariana leaf on top of my computer screen because you know it was like the Big, big old screens, not the yeah. flat screens. Yeah. I don't know what the radio th- thought of that. <laughs> didn't ask. Yeah. Ironically, I did not smoke weed or anything at the time. I didn't even touch alcohol because I was so afraid of losing control. Mm. But that's a different episode. Okay. Getting yeah. back to yeah. me at the radio station. Making a, uh, a remix of like a Christmas, a Norwegian Christmas song. Um, and it went fairly well you know and then played more of my songs on the radio on national radio in Norway on a Saturday Mm. it was pretty pretty damn awesome but at the end uh, like or midway through the radio show these other guests came and it was a rap group Uh, it was called Gatas Parlament a street parliament it's a Norwegian rap group raps in Norwegian and they came into the studio you know and they were exactly the same age as me Mm. but they looked like uh, you know like superstars because i was just some nerd with the computer and they were cool people from oslo who came all the way to trondheim to be on the radio show and you know they got to do graffiti on like uh, a small corner or something in the radio studio and they were really cool and they played their music and it was hip-hop and it was so much cooler you know because i was making some sort of techno fusion people, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end, when we played my song, the radio host said, well, us well, Parlament, what do you guys think of Ulf's song? And they said, like, well, it's it's interesting enough, but it's not hip-hop, so we think it sucks. This is more or less exactly what they said. <laughs> so you I know what happened s- that day, Esten? Uh,
1: you stopped making music.
0: I stopped making music and I pursued my wow. movie making career. Yeah. So Gata's parliament terminated my, yeah. my, 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 um, my path to fame as a techno music uh, making nerd person. Mm. And a couple of years later, they asked me to make a video.
1: The same people?
0: The same exact people. And did they know? They didn't know. I didn't tell them, did not tell them that I was the kid in the radio studio until last year. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes with the story that um, they were really embarrassed. Mm. And they also told me that they had never thought that why would the radio host ask them? Yeah to To give their two cents about my song, so they were sort of taken aback. What What do we What do we say? And then, obviously, because they were rebels, they could just shit on everything. So, yeah. But uh, but it was very. It's interesting to the story that my um, creative birth was in music, mm. terminated by the same band as the band that started my music video career, which is what this episode is sort of about. Mm. So in 2001, uh, when I'd started my film, uh, started film school and was like in student television and everything, my friend Halvor was asked by Parlament because they were in sort of like the communist youth party in Norway, um, if he could make a video. And I'd met them a couple of times because we were at different hip hop venues, uh, because I was hip hop Ulf you know, youth yeah. dog. Yeah. Um I did not dare tell them, I think, at the time because I was embarrassed that I took my name from a spoof American film, <laughs> which probably wasn't very credible in communist hip-hop environments at the time. But that's besides the point. So we made a music video in 2001. And, um, you know, we, uh, it, was, uh, it, it was quite good. And, uh, and we actually won second prize uh, wow. at some festivals. We won an iPod. Mm. And me and Halvor didn't know what to do with it, so we sold it to a guy. <laughs> we have workmans like mini discs. Why? What do we need an I, iPad for? <laughs> iPod. iPod. Uh, iPod. Sorry, iPod.
1: Was it a red one?
0: No, it was the white. Cry. This was like the first one. The first ones. It was <sharp inhale> the big one. The big one. With a hard drive. With a hard drive. Physical hard drive. Yes. yes. Uh, but so that started sort of like a a a um, uh, uh, a, 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 a relationship with Gata parliament where I would make together with Halvor and uh, uh, and eventually without Halvor lots of music videos for God's parliament mm. uh and uh, uh i as when at the time i thought like we were having fun and it was like fun to make music videos right and and uh, it's like a nice way to experiment with form and yeah. and all that and uh, when i when i in 2010 when i um had my first son, I sort of stopped making music videos because I just couldn't find the time. Mm. Uh, And now, in 2018, I decided to start making music videos again. So this past weekend, I I, um, started recording a music video with Gata's Parliament, of course, just like in the old days. Uh but a couple of things during this um the uh, the shooting of the video made a couple of things that i hadn't thought about at all quite apparent mm. i'm crazy <laughs> <laughs> because i was uh, uh up to the point um of making the video mm. i was content that this was just going to be for fun now so I know uh, the the guys in God's parliament very well they're my friends so they're friends and I asked my good friend Christian if he would come along as a photographer to 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 shoot a video with me and also because I wanted to um what's it called the uh, uh you know um test myself or like uh, expand my 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 own uh limits I wanted to be in the video yeah Because, you know, I've started dancing hip-hop, which is Mm. also a part of sort of like trying to actually own the culture that I'm so in love with Mm. as a teen. Uh, So I wanted to dance in the video. uh, So I wanted to be a part of the video. And so all of this was with good friends of mine. And I asked a good friend if we could use the museum in Drummond as a location. Mm. So that was also a friend. And I asked another friend if we could use their basement as a location and uh uh, it was all friends but the evening before i freaked out what if the video i'm making sucks what if i as an actor suck what if it just falls apart what if it's no good and it got to me like big time And it was very interesting because up to that point, I was like, this is just gonna be for fun. We're just good friends hanging out on a Saturday and we're shooting a video because we have a camera and we can shoot a video because we know how to do that. And it became something so completely different because uh, you know, so I said, okay, so let's meet at the museum at 10 o'clock. So I'm at the museum, uh, and I'm obviously a bit anxious, and I'm like, but relax, Ulf, relax. We're just going to have fun. But so I don't know how many rappers you know, but and maybe they're like everyone else, but they're never on time. So yeah. it's... Uh, I guess so. <laughs> the clock is like 15 over, and then like... Ah, we're driving from Oslo now, we're we're getting there. And I'm like, okay, so I can start rigging and like preparing the locations and that's fine. And then it's 11 o'clock and they were supposed to be there and they're not there. And then they're there, they're 15 past and they've stopped for coffee. Oh no. And I'm like, what? But we were supposed to meet at 10 and now you're not even... And you know, we're just friends hanging out, Ulf. But I'd completely forgotten, and I was like in this mind of, in the mindset of sort of like, well, this has to be great and good and fantastic, while I was clenching my wrists and sweating like crazy, like, this has to be great, Ha <sighs> ha <sighs> and I was so like nervous that morning, I was like, I just, I couldn't like pay attention to anything, and, and was like, <sighs> All I was all all that was gonna happen that day was I was gonna hang out with friends. Yeah. With good friends of mine. And uh, uh and it's sort of uh uh my friend Christian who who is a great photographer, um or cinematographer, um he sort of became he sort of latched onto my uh paranoia and insecurities. So he became stressed, like, am I a good enough cinematographer? Am I taking the right pictures? Is, is it good enough? Is Ulf happy? Because, you know, I was not uh, projecting anything positive into the room. I was just a mess. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, interestingly enough, the, the band, you know, they were just enjoying themselves because, you know, it's fun. they were making a video. Uh, so they didn't seem to get sort of um, taken aback by the whole thing. At least not in in the beginning but i think after a while you know it sort of just seeps in everywhere yeah. and so uh, we were you know we were getting behind schedule and uh and we had cats in the video who puts cats in videos it's like animals children and boats Yeah. that's the abc's of don'ts in in filmmaking i think but we had cats in the video and and uh and the cat we were supposed to have in the video had disappeared. So that was like a, a, a major stress stress item. And I completely forgot the premise of the whole thing was to just have fun. Yeah. I just threw it all to side just because I wanted it to be successful. I wanted it to be great. I wanted to feed my ego with like... Something marvelous that people have never seen before,
1: but this was different from last when the last time you made a music video was now in this
0: is where it gets
1: fun, okay.
0: It's always been like this, uh, but interesting the forty other times I have made music videos, I did not know that, yeah. The 40 other times I've made music videos, I've been through hell and insisted that I was enjoying myself, but not acknowledging that I wasn't. Because I was so caught up in the end result.
1: Yeah. It's like... um this reminds me of my life
0: <laughs> somehow. Your life is the music we do. That's yeah. so interesting. Ah. But I, I mean, think like, it, uh, no, uh, yeah,
1: from a work environment, like I've done so many, like a video. Uh, I've I've been to so many events shooting, uh, shooting the stage. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, filming like, like an, a, a live event. W- yeah,
1: multiple ca- cameras, and I've been like a producer for the the camera unit or what you call it uh, so and uh, sometimes it's just me uh, and I'm responsible for the camera and bigger productions is like four or five cameras um, and I in the beginning when I started doing it I had really like low self-esteem uh, on it so <laughs> I, I didn't understand the, the importance of actually being there was a person that was the producer, like looking over everything, that everything worked. Uh, so I was putting myself into the pos- different positions at the same time as I was trying to, you know, uh, to produce it. Uh, <laughs> that was one thing that has only to do with me not feeling important enough to say, okay, I need to have the overview here and running the whole thing. Um, so it was a constant, you know over like uh, in a constant fight flight mode in a way like how to survive this yeah. event you know and i was you know telling myself it was fun
0: yeah, but it yeah exactly it wasn't it wasn't
1: it was fun because i was busy but it wasn't fun because i enjoyed it it was fun because i didn't have time to think about how much <laughs> fucked up my life was in a sense <laughs> like so yeah, but it, and eventually gradually it ha- it started to shift um because I got I got used to those kind of events and I also went through my own transformation at the same time. So I think that the last time I was a producer like that, uh we had a we had three different cameras, we had one live editor. Uh and I was just walking around, you know, um making sure it worked, but it worked. So <laughs> And the last few times, I haven't done it in a couple of, like, one and a half year now, but the last the last few times I did it, it was almost like something had happened in the sense that it didn't touch me in the same way. Also because I actually had put it up in a way that was making sure that if it worked, I actually didn't have to do anything. Uh, yeah, you weren't micromanaging In that micromanaging position, in that position I didn't have to micromanage anything. No. Uh, but then I also had to go through a phase where I had to deal with being that guy, getting paid to not do anything.
0: The fraud. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, but um, yeah, it just reminded me of that. Like, and also now if I get into new jobs, it can be the same thing. That I think what you're saying is that when we face those kind of things in uh, where we are in our life now in like, going through that transformation, it's so much more obvious when you are not aligned
0: with yeah.
1: yourself than it was before. It used to be difficult to spot because you were always not aligned, you know? Yes. But now when things like that happen that pushes you out of alignment or balance, it gets more obvious. Not in the moment, maybe, but in when you kind of... Realize you're not. In the yeah, family, it gets so obvious. Like, whoa.
0: So so when I sort of had, in the evening on Saturday when we were done, and I was just lying comatose in bed looking up at the ceiling, I was like, I must never make a music video ever again because <sighs> that was painful. Yeah. And uh, huh. and then I also realized that that's exactly what I have to do. But I have to be honest about why I'm making the video and I have to be honest with myself what I find enjoyable and what what it triggers within me because the music video is a means for me to actually wake up. Mm. But if I insist that I'm having fun when I'm not, I am still fast asleep. Yeah. Then I'm just torturing myself over and over again doing something that i claim i want to be doing and that is enjoyable but i'm not enjoying it Mm. and i think that's very it will fit many things that we do in our lives yeah that we do just because we insist that we are either by like projection of society or like saying that this is fun this is this is enjoyable this is what i want to do with my time but uh, have we really like looked into why or Hmm. is this really fun or
1: what do you think about the time in the sense that in your own transformation like i can i can see how with my work that i do now like i have a full time
0: yeah uh, you work working full time
1: yeah full time now and i i honestly can say that there's like really huge part of that that I really enjoy but at the other um, because it's I think it's probably the most meaningful project I've ever done in TV that has given me the most meaning if I am honest on like on a deeper level yeah Uh, but there is also this other part of me that knows that I there is there is a next step you know that okay I need to I need to take the next step. Um so when I go into that focus, I see how, you know, um it's ex- the time is expired. What do you call that it? it's out of date? What I'm doing is out of date in a sense that okay, there's a next level that is Yeah, it doesn't very, serve you anymore. It doesn't serve you an- me anymore. No. Yeah. It has served me to come to that point.
0: Yeah, but so it's I'm, time to let go and yeah. actually move on. Yeah.
1: So what's I think just the transition phase from from that is really interesting like because if I say to myself that I want to go to the next level which I can vision is some kind of place in the future where I want to aim at you know yeah uh which which I know cannot happen right now because there is actually kind of things that needs to fall yeah, into place. Yeah, there's a path that there's sort of path. needs to,
0: to lead yeah. you to the point of, yes.
1: So just in my life right now, I'm in a kind of conflicting mode in a way where I see how, okay, there are certain things that I see in the horizon that I want to move forward to. Uh, and I need. I know I have to, to kind of make those choices. Yeah. Um, but also I realize it's, there are there's a path to get there. Yes. Uh, so I guess I'm afraid of making those choices because I am also afraid of which choices I need to make on the way. Like yeah
0: yeah yeah you're starting to do the journey before you make the journey. Yeah. This is very um I I do this on a regular daily basis. Yeah. I'm I'm good at doing the journey before I do the journey. Yeah, so I was going to say one thing which I think is uh which I really found meaningful was uh, um you know I really like Jordan B Peterson and uh he's talking about when you're sort of projecting yourself into the future and setting yourself goals. Mm. To set the highest goal you can see sort of possible for yourself. Hmm. Your highest sort of possible aim. Yeah. Always aim for the highest one. Never like lower. And then project yourself towards that direction. You don't need to know the path. Mm -hmm. You need to trust the path. And the path might lead you to a totally different place. Yeah. But if you just say, I'm just going to settle for this, so I could be a international techno making nerd. Um,
1: it could be like DJ or, or something. Yes, oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. Or I could be um, just working at a record store, selling records because I like listening to music.
1: Yeah.
0: Now th- these two things are both goals. Yeah. One is e- more easily achievable than the other. Yeah. That's exactly why you're going to choose the highest possible one because you might still end up working at the record store, but you need to actually project There's yourself to actually saying, get somewhere. I don't
1: remember who it is that says the biggest problem or something people have is that they set goals, but they said they're too low yeah. and they reach it.
0: Yeah, because if it's the... It, if it's an easy goal you're just gonna like yeah no problem yeah
1: but but like my situation right now like okay i want to break out of a certain you know a certain box like i i have i see how i can work my way through the traditional career path like i can change from one position to another one, I can grow within the business I'm working.
0: Yeah, in. like work the corporate ladder. Yeah. 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 Yes, you can.
1: Um, that's sort of meaningful because it brings me in in a logical thinking, it brings me closer to the uh, goal outside of that, you know? So does it mean that if you focus on a goal in the future that you really wanna uh want to get to or become does it make it easier to choose what's in right in front what's right in front of you yes you i think that? most
0: definitely it yeah. does because uh actually this is um because uh, uh earlier today i had a meeting with an assistant editor mm. who's gonna be assisting me on a project that i'm working on and we were just talking he was uh he's he was um he was a great guy and he w- he'd been working for a year and i just say like so what do you want to do and it's like where do you see yourself in the future and i say oh, i want to be an editor and it's like okay, okay yeah 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 and then i uh i felt like sharing uh some 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 insight that i've had as an editor myself which was when i started editing i took any job i could get because i just wanted the affirmation and sort of like
1: yeah.
0: um uh, the, the good feeling of being being uh, being wanted mm. um but that also meant that I didn't set myself any go- So my goal was like, so I want to be an editor. I want to be a good editor. Yeah. And then I uh, achieved that goal, but I didn't have any goal higher than that. Um, and that made me sort of like just float about just doing editing jobs for whatever came along. Whereas if I said, okay, so I want to edit feature films. That's what I want to do when you then get a job offer you will see does this serve my path towards editing a feature film or does it not yeah and all of a sudden you have a much clearer path whereas if your choice was i want to be an editor and you have two different editing jobs Mm. well they look practically just the same Mm. but if you have a higher goal you actually can set those two things and say, okay, so this job is editing uh, reality, and this job is editing a, a sitcom. I believe a sitcom is closer to a a feature film yeah. than a a a, nice. a, um, a reality show about something. Oh. And uh, and uh, and I think it's. I I, th- I'm very sure, hundred percent sure if you set yourself the highest goal possible, I still think that's like a super awesome advice for everyone. You'll know what to do next just because you have a direction.
1: It's true. Uh, it's it's just, uh, I just realized, <laughs> and you know, I as I mentioned before we started recording, I've been to this goal mapping workshop yeah. this weekend, which is just about these things. And, it's just like um, I've lived for the past few years in like, sort of like not setting goals mode because no I, goal mode no goal mode <laughs> and because I you know I had had a business and everything crashed and then I started waking up to uh, to a higher reality and through that process the the, the crash came about by reaching my goals you know yeah Uh, so that's why it crashed because i reached it i just wasn't ready for what i reached so it sent me through this process where i just realized i had to completely surrender to to like going through this dark uh forest in a sense okay i i I remember specifically thinking that okay i realized that there is an inner path there is something I need to figure out with myself. I just have to surrender every idea or concept of getting anywhere in the outer world. Just stop it completely. Completely surrender to the path, the inner path and I know it might take a year, it might take 5 or 10 years of hell but it's the only option I have because I realize I need to throw out the the garbage like I need to uh, get out all the bullshit and and figure out what's true, you know, yeah, so that that's been through a long period of anti goal modes um uh, so focusing more on coming into the flow of things and and getting to know my intuition and take choices based on that, that was a huge process and and I got introduced to this guy uh true personal development. Uh, Brian Maine that has this goal mapping system. And this weekend, I was revisiting his event. I've seen it before many times through filming it. Um, <laughs> and I also tried to use his systems before, but I I remember I wasn't ready, like in the sense that this is, I, I cannot make any choices of setting goals right now because I'm not...
0: You're not, in no goal mode.
1: Yeah, I'm in no goal mode, it's, it's not going to work <laughs> for me. And through this event, uh, he also mentioned it on stage that it's like he has had, you know, through spiritual m- movements, there is different ideas that you shouldn't set goals because you need to listen to spirit and take choices in the flow and and all these things. So there is like these huge debates where, whereas, uh, is goal setting actually a good thing, you know, because it can take you out of flow. Uh, but as he explained it as well, like just not setting goal is actually a goal. Just yes. Putting yourself in a meditative state with no goals is a goal. So do you always, it's like that servant of, of, uh, or the, the human autopilot, the subconscious mind will always work for you, but it only works if you program it, if you direct it. So it's like, if you try to avoid that process you ba- will basically always be lost in a sense because you're always trying not to use the navigation system because you have this kind of pride or something i don't know yeah but there's like oh i'm i need to go deeper so i shouldn't should not use my tools you know because there must be something deeper oh, shit.
0: <laughs> i just had
1: insight right now <laughs>
0: No, yeah. we 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 need goals, but we also need breaks.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or
0: with a pause. Yeah, and I think, uh, and uh, you know, I love Rob Bell, mm. and he has this. Now I've forgotten. There's like a Hebrew word or something for um, for the the rest. You know, the seventh day. But the point of the creation story is like there's seven days where um, yeah. God creates everything. On the, what's hap- What's happening on the seventh day? Rest. It's rest. Okay. So the whole point is that if you're just setting goals, you will exhaust yourself. Mm. You also need pauses and breaks, and you need to do nothing. Yeah. Exactly. And I think the longer you postpone your your breaks, your your pauses in life. Mm. the bigger the pause is going to need to be because if you've been working like 24 yeah. 7 for six years it's going to make you need like a year of yeah doing nothing because you're just it's very true you don't you don't sort of um there's no quiet space to actually check in mm. because and i think that's Again, back to the setting yourself the highest possible goal, which I still think is very like a very solid, good, excellent advice, is where does it come from now yeah. if you just in 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 the mind, it might get a bit you know warped into i will want to become the richest man alive or something very like extreme. But whereas if you check in, actually stop, and listen, you will find that there I- exists something within you that actually um, wants something good Yeah. for the world.
1: And, there's, and the Brian has this way of saying it, or like the tool that you can use to check if your goal actually is.
0: Oh, there's a tool?
1: There's a question.
0: Is there an app?
1: There's an app. <laughs> no, there's like...
0: I There's a question.
1: Can, I, I don't remember the question.
0: This is horrible.
1: <laughs> I don't remember exactly how we he says s- it. But, well. but here is something something in the line of, is this goal for the, to the best uh, for me and the highest good of all? Nah, you, that's a good question. Yeah. And if you ask that question to your goal, you will know if it's just an ego like, oh, I should... Achieve this to to get uh, rid of this problem right yeah, now. Yes, so if I want if to be the
0: richest person in the world,
1: is this goal
0: yeah. serving me and the uh, rest of mankind?
1: I think there's a yes. Oh, no. Is that a yes? Yeah, Maybe it may be. could be, could be. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think that's um, mm. actually uh, listening. Listening is important, and yeah. I think back to the Oof Dog Presents Music Video Director guy. I wasn't listening when I was making videos. Mm. And I think that made me have negative experiences that I label as positive, Mm. uh, claiming that I was having fun when I was not, saying I was enjoying myself, when actually I was going through a self-made hell. Yeah. Uh, where other people might even enjoy themselves, but also accepting and taking responsibility to the fact that I was poisoning the well.
1: Why do you? What? Why do you think you convinced yourself it was good?
0: Well, I think it's just by the sheer fact that it, it, obviously it must be fun, right? It's a music video. How can that not be super fun? Yeah. It's you know, it's music. It's uh, light. It Doesn't have to be. Like, you don't actually need the story to be, like, super tight because the music is there. And uh, I I think I just sort of, like, uh, weren't paying attention. Mm. And, uh, uh, And I guess if we take it a step further, because I also know in myself that the music video is not my goal.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think if I made it my goal, that would be a cop-out as well, because that is not my highest goal.
1: Yeah.
0: To make music videos, because I want to create something that comes from me. Mm. And the music video is sort of creating something on top of someone else's creation. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, and it will be quite serving at times, but I also think there is a time for actually checking in with your own creation and yeah daring to be be creative. That's true.
1: But one of the things that also I've been realizing is how I've been talking to myself about wanting different paths in like within film making or um but I always kind of ended up with the things that I've been comfortable with. And I remember I told you this a few months ago like I suddenly realized that yeah that makes sense because I never even imagined actually having one of those other positions that I told myself I wanted I didn't ever I never imagined actually being in those shoes you know No I was just telling that that would be a better idea that would give me something more So right now also I have, I kind of realized that like i'm an editor in television right now and i've started exploring for the last few months or half year that okay maybe i should do something more strategically in the direction of my path Uh, so i've been like into uh, directing thinking about that or like uh, post producer or what's the next natural step i could take with the skills I have and with the network I have and all these things you know and and the the idea of directing came to me and I know people I can talk to I know I can raise my voice and but I realize also what's holding me back from doing that is there is one thing is the question if that's a good idea because maybe I should do something outside of television like the things we have been talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. other ideas that is not within the the mainstream so ping-ponging between those is, a, is an excuse not to you know take make a decision but also I see how I do not have the mental picture of being a, a director so I cannot actually picture it in my mind for, for real being that it just comes from this idea that it's it would be better than what I have now, in in terms of using more of my creative self or uh, going the right path and all these things. And that's kind of depressing in a way. For some reason that <laughs> that's that I always find ways to hold myself back, but I, that I also actually really hold myself back in the sense that I I don't dream in I don't dream as in in picturing it happening. I just dream as, oh, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah. You're just conceptualizing. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. It's great. So I was going to, I was going to make a suggestion or Mm -hmm. a a, a theory. What if the universe will grant any wish? What you actually want will actually come true. But when you flinch, when you change your mind, when you choose something else, universe gets confused. Yeah. What is it you want?
1: <laughs> it's so true.
0: And I think if we all just take a moment and check in with ourselves, we know this to be true. Yeah. And so... Uh, for instance, you know, I'm uh, re- uh, extending the house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I went back and forth should we extend the house? Should we find another house? What should we be doing? And for some strange reason, the house extension did not happen. Mm. I was like, why doesn't it happen? I wanted it to happen. But at the same time, I was wishing for a million other things. Confusing my direction, yeah. And then you know, uh, the neighbor was complaining about uh, the my extension of the house taking away his sunlight or something. I was like, oh, this is so unfair. I wanted to extend out. Why is why is the universe throwing me this? Mm. But what was I asked in the universe for? I was like, ah, oh, do I want this? Do I want that? And I think that's like the core, core thing. And and when I actually decided. Okay, I have to stop this. I want to extend the house. This is what I want. Yeah. What happened? It happened.
1: That's how easy it is. When it becomes clear, it's easy. Yes.
0: No, I'm not saying, because there's still a lot of, you know, yeah. obstacles and stuff. But when you have a direction, you actually know. So when the question comes, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? And then you can sort of look at what is my highest possible goal. Well, it's a house. Is it a house or is it a car? If it's mm. a car, no, because I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm on the direction of house right now.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and it's pretty banal and, and sort of silly from one like, point of view, but it's actually quite profound because if we actually project ourselves in a specific direction and actually go for it, there is no stopping us.
1: Yeah, and that's what I like so much about the event that I was this weekend. Um, the The goal mapping system that he, that Brian Main has, is kind of designed to help you to actually, you know, focus on the, that path that you decide to do because the mind works like we have uh, two different brains, you know, like the, uh, the left brain and the, the right brain. And if I rem- rem- remember correctly, the left brain is the logical brain, right? Yes. And the right brain is the creative brain. Brain.
0: Yes. It's a 50-50 so, chance that yeah. you're right. and
1: So everything that <laughs> is logical, that is linear, ne- and that is kind of the, the thinking mind, is through the left brain and everything that's that is kind of intuition creativity uh, and all these things is the right brain and the left brain basically thinks in words like uh sentences yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the right brain uh thinks in pictures or uh, concepts in the bigger like patterns so and there is no, like, uh, better or worse. There, you need both. And they're meant to harmonize. Um, and also, um, this system helps you to kind of design what you actually want in in the sense of actually using words to write down your goals, to, to write down the hows and to write down the whys. And to help you focus on that, and then also you do the same thing with creating pictures that um, matches those words.
0: Because you're sort of stimulating both yeah. both parts of the brain.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh, that's And smart. that process is really fun. Like, uh, and he's teaching us to like corporate and everything. They they love it because it's act- it's so fun because you kind of create your dream, right? Yeah. And who doesn't want that? Yeah. Who doesn't want yeah. that? So. Uh, so he also tells stories that, okay, people that don't, like, in corporate, people are thrown into it, you know? Uh, they are not there by their free will in the sense that they have to meet up as, at this seminar that works. and uh, Yeah, yeah, to. yeah, it's not
0: by free will there.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of, uh, But even they have fun with it, but they also, uh, like, can draw the pictures, write the words, put it in a drawer and never look at it again until, like, a year or five years later, then realizing oh everything happened you know, but even more strongly than if you actually use it like i've I've taken on this challenge for myself right now that I'm, I'm gonna do this for for thirty days um so I do it every morning that I actually look at the maps that I've created and I repeat the words and I feel and you know visualize the things that I have written down and every time it takes me to a better place, you know, because it reminds me of the direction that I... Yeah, it keeps you centered, yeah. like,
0: this is my path. So it, and it's, also,
1: yeah. it's so much about, like, if you not set that, you know, goal you're talking about, the really high goal, you really have no direction, you know, for your life, so you get distracted by everything all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. and the world is quite distracting.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: It seems almost designed to distract us.
1: Yeah.
0: I had this, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so you go to the store and you're just going to get like a bottle of water. But when you come into the store, they have like Coca-Cola and Pepsi and they have all these other things screaming at you like, mm. pick yeah. me, pick me. Now, if you haven't set your goal straight, you'll buy just about anything at the store.
1: Yeah.
0: But if you know... What you want, you can just go into the store, get it, and go out again. Mm. But you have to set a goal. And if your goal is to go to the store and get a bag of potato chips, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you go to the store and like, oh, I have to be more healthy, I have to have a better diet. Yeah. There is no, there's nothing concrete to this goal. Mm. So you're just going to be like, what's that? Yeah. And then you're looking around, <laughs> and then you're like, ah, I don't know, maybe if I buy a cauliflower, what do I do with the cauliflower? Yeah. I don't know. Do I yeah. cook it? Ah reminds me when we ah. are, when we are shopping together. In Sweden? Yeah. Yes. We yeah. cannot, because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. We don't have a goal for shopping in Sweden. Yeah. Now, for all our international listeners, in Norway, we people go to Sweden to buy cheap products, like food or beer or alcohol yeah. or like, cigarettes It's like
1: crossing the border and yeah just yeah 15 minutes yeah it's
0: it's our neighboring country yeah i think it's fairly common in all countries you go to the neighbor country to get cheaper stuff i don't yeah. know i don't know but me and S and being going
1: people come here so buy no they go to
0: denmark i think and oh, the danes course. go to germany and the germans go to poland and yeah. the polish i don't know they make yeah. it themselves i don't know but we yeah. didn't have a goal we just went there because society said, you can go to Sweden and buy cheap yeah. products. So we bought a big piece of cheese.
1: <laughs> yeah, I put it in the freezer.
0: I ate it. I ate it with wheat, a lot of yeah. cheese in the family. You know, we're vegetarians, so it, it becomes a lot of it, cheese. Is, uh, yeah. It's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> cheese is the cheese. So, I think by becoming more... Um, uh, um, what's it called? Alive in, in your decision making, yeah, and more. Uh, um, you'll actually know what you want because if you actually re- actually reflect upon it, you'll actually be able to set yourself a goal. Mm. But I think it's really important, like you said, to actually set aside the time to actually find out what you really want. Yeah, because if you're just sort of Working in the trenches and just like going for it nonstop. That's not going to be your goal. That's just going to be whatever is projected on you at the time. That's true. Like, okay, so if you've been watching advertisements for cars, you'd be thinking, well, my goal is to get a new car. Mm. That might not be your goal. It might also be your goal. But I think actually finding some peace and quiet, taking a break from everything will make things clearer. And now I want to say Mm -hmm. something about goals because this podcast has a goal. Yeah. Now, our goal for this podcast is to have Jim Carrey as our guest. Yes. Now, if we follow the path towards that goal, we will actually... Have a chance at achieving that, but if we just say no, oh, we just want to do a podcast because we like talking about different mm-hmm. stuff. That's yeah. not gonna get the same. Not anywhere.
1: making decisions.
0: Not making decisions.
1: Not meaning anything.
0: And I think I uh, there's something about this. Like, so you make a decision, and then you deal with the outcome. Yeah. And the process from making the decision to the outcome—that's your learning path.
1: Yeah. And if yeah. you're if
0: you're if you're uh, if you're projecting yourself, just sort of like, um, I'm just gonna sit in the couch. That's not going <laughs> that the process yeah. is real easy, and it's not gonna yeah. like be much learning involved, not much growing. This I also, guess. what
1: we're doing right now, in the sense that we chose to come to this place, and nah, right now we're dealing with. <laughs> 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 yeah. Shit. So but Not yeah, I I, I think that's but is it because like I and m- that like I mentioned for you before we started like this experience I had this weekend with the arrow.
0: Yes, uh, leaning against an arrow. Yeah,
1: there is that an exercise that is uh there are different like personal development uh speakers that use this kind of this powerful uh Challenge, which is that during the first day of the event, you become kind of, you start kind of realizing more and more the direction you want to go, and also what is the fears that gets in your way.
0: Oh yes, the fear. Um, what? Yes, the fear. Yeah, that's fear. Oh. oh.
1: And when I was at this event this weekend, I was kind of comfortable with that thing. And my girlfriend had already said she's not going to do it, no matter what, <laughs> uh so that's okay so so she's just uh, observing d- observing uh yeah. she ended up doing it <laughs> uh, but I was comfortable with the idea because I've done it before, and the 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 thing is that you are going through the challenge of facing your fear, the thing you have decided to sh- to confront in a, in a way and you're doing it through physically actually breaking the arrow and the arrow you point to your throat just the soft spot uh, under the adam's apple so the the arrow is pointing at that i still can feel actually pain here because <laughs> and it's a few days ago
0: and then you're leaning against the arrow
1: yeah and what and everyone has their own strategy to do that because this is this is the point where you meet your own strategy for facing fear. Yes. So everyone is uh, reacting differently. Um, my reaction was uh, focusing on going into this place of awareness, of like uh, peace, and just wait for everything else but me to become ready and then was kind of waiting for a cue, and there, there wasn't really any cue, so I tried to to start to go, and I, I felt the pain in my throat instantly, and holy shit, maybe I'm going to die if I do that. <laughs> and I tried to walk into it, and it's no, it's too much. I can't do it. And then I stopped, and I took a break again, and started focusing on coming back to the peaceful state, and I tried again, and then the same thing happened. And I... I I just I was confused because I I thought this this was easy. I I had the strategy to confront fear because I've been doing all this inner work. I I should know this stuff, you know, um, but it's impossible to break the arrow. It's too much. Maybe I'm gonna die if I do it. And then I I was working for this for in my experience felt like for a long time, but um, eventually. I moved a little further to the arrow, so I can feel the pressure, and I started from that position, and then with the pressure, I was able to make the choice of of moving, you know, into the arrow, and then also I was changing my um, body state to like, like, like a posture, more, yeah, I, yeah, posture and and breathing and everything to to be able to do it, and then. Once I started doing it, like for real, I knew it was going to work. So I just went through it. But it's actually the the confusing or kind of weird thing about fear is it's always harder before you start, you know, in a sense, like at least in my experience. Like once I start, I can see it starts moving in a sense. Like so this... I kind of started reflecting on over the next few days, and I realized how much this is my strategy to confront fear is to wait. And nothing happens in that waiting. And I make tons of excuses of stories and ideas for what I should what should be the outcome, and also why it cannot happen right now. And I end up being in that spot in conflict with whether the direction is the right one or wrong one or whether the timing is right or wrong and all this kind of confusing things uh, in a really like doubtful state. And that's, I can see how much that's my life right now. Like at least up to that point, I feel that there's, huge changes like right now in but it was yeah kind of embarrassing as well because i i see that my strategy to to life is being a spiritual person in a sense that that the the identity of being that guy that rather used the inner path to to uh, you know hide yourself instead of to use it as your power yeah and that's not someone I want to be you know
0: wow holy shit (laughs) (laughs) it's like checking in with fear and like oh yeah it's still there yeah I'll just go step back a bit because uh, I don't want to antagonize fear because fear will I don't know punch you in the face or something fear will kill you yeah. Don't want to do that. No.
1: I see how much I. I've done this probably my whole life. Like I, I go a direction, and it starts, start working, and I either stop or I shift direction. Just to make sure that it doesn't get too far in a sense, like in actually getting to where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I and guess, like you know, if like it's an uphill. To get to the top, there's it's gonna be harder than walking mm. on flat surface or downhill. Yeah. So you have to walk yeah, up that yeah. that incline and, and when you get to the top you're actually you you you, you could. Yeah. Now obviously, as Jim Carrey would say it so eloquently, um there's nothing there. That's true, because the, the, the journey was getting there, mm. the process of learning and growing was was getting there. There's no price at the end,
1: yeah. But also, when you said it like that, I also think the price would be to celebrate the achievement of getting there, yes. Uh, that I almost, think that's also, like that Sunday you talked about, that's the rest to actually celebrate as well, to yeah, like recover and. To start the next mountain. Yeah,
0: Yeah. But celebrate your achievements.
1: Yeah.
0: And grieve your failures. Yeah. But don't give up. Yeah. Set your highest possible goal. But remember, check in to see if it's serving yourself and mankind. Mm. Because building concentration camps is a goal, but it's a... Yeah. it's, it's It's not like it fails... On all on all points, when it yeah. comes to,
1: you could also, of course, <laughs> debate that it had, had served mankind. But well, it, we don't need to go there necessarily. It's uh, d-
0: that's taking us down like quite yeah. the rabbit hole, right? But I yeah. completely agree. Everything that's taken us to this point was actually necessary to get us here to the here and now. Yeah, and yeah. saying it shouldn't have happened, is actually, uh, destroying this moment. Because this moment is the result of everything that happened before it. But everything that's happened doesn't exist anymore. It's It's not there anymore. But so I'm going to make more music videos. Mm -hmm. But I also have to be true to myself. Is that my highest possible goal?
1: Yeah. Is it? No. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but I cure, like I am afraid of the fear that's connected with actually looking into what do you really want? Yeah, what do you really want mm. But you know, but it's and I guess that's like you talked about you, know, we're here at on Earth, randomly fallen into this world we chose this and i guess we chose it knowing the path yeah forgetting that we will forget the path once we get here Mm. and then having fun figuring it out yeah and you can do it billions of times man it's true but also at some point It's time to sort of acknowledge that we are playing a game mm. and it's time to wake up. I think it so seriously. think thing. it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up.
1: So I have one question to my to our listeners. <gasps> listener question, that's good man. Do you know Jim Carrey? Can you send him an email? Can you put us in connection with Jim Carrey
0: because that that's that where we're projecting great. yeah that's where we're going
1: yeah should we like I think we have to I think we should come visit him because that would be most fun
0: yeah but yeah of, yeah, course, yeah, yeah, of course if
1: he want to come to Norway that's that's
0: fine too I'm not gonna be like no 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 you can't come here yeah you're okay, always so welcome this
1: weekend there was a costume party celebrating and you had to dress up as someone
0: who do you think i dressed up as who did you dress up as did you dress up as jim carrey yes what jim carrey character did you dress
1: up as i tried because i tried i did i won't say it was must remove the word try but um ace ventura because i felt my hair was fitting that. Ah, um,
0: you were the rock and roll detective? Yeah. <laughs> All
1: righty then. Yes. It was fun. It was fun.
0: Yeah. Infinitely fun.
1: Infinitely fun. I'm looking forward to uh, have Jim Carrey as our guest. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. What's your conclusion on the whole Movie making, uh, music well, video. Well, so the music
0: video directing is. Yeah. I have now become aware of the fact that I wasn't enjoying making music videos, and I thought I did. Yeah. So I'm going to enjoy making a music video. Mm. Now, that's a that's a goal within the frame of actually owning that experience. Yeah. yeah. Because I've been pretending that I enjoyed making music videos. I owe it to myself to actually enjoy it. Mm. So I'm going to yeah. be throwing myself into the fire again. Mm. I'm going into the fear and I'm going all in. I like that. Um, and, I, and I
1: just want to add that like, I think there is like a lot of things that you... This is kind of the same but different... Because, but a lot of the things that where you, when you find yourself in a situation where you hate what you do yeah. and you try to get away from it, I think it's impossible to get away from it until you can be at peace with it.
0: Yes, you have to make peace with it. Yeah,
1: I think that p- the same thing applies here. You know, Even though this is something you say it's fun, it's the same or should be fun. It's the same thing that you need to, for in order for you to outgrow <sighs> that it. That was you know? good yeah
0: It was a goal, li- right? yeah I need to complete this this journey. the music video director guy truth sure. Dog presents yeah a journey
1: I'm looking forward to watching your new music. I have video. a mustache. I'm a cop. nice
0: I look, I looked so cool I, I i even I was amazed yeah and I have very high standards, especially to myself.
1: It's the cover photo for this episode, you know?
0: It is? Yeah. What do you know? (laughs) (sighs) Are we good?
1: We're good. We're good. Infinitely good.
0: Infinitely good. The smooth place. The
1: smooth place. Wait.